Hello, lovely ladies, and welcome to Zion's Company of Women podcast. I'm Lana. And I'm Courtney. And it's great to have you with us today. Hey, Courtney, my friend. Hey, Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm great. How are you <laughs> doing? The joy this morning. Yeah. I am good. I am good. Doing are well. You, I'm, are you yes. over there? You know what I was about to say, Courtney? I am going to try and refrain from talking about the weather because I feel like that's all <laughs> I talk about when, when I say hello. But anyway, let's go there. Yes. Oh, yes. my friend, yesterday was a doozy. It was like 37 here Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's only spring and it was 37 mm. it was yeah so i was sprawled out on the floor of my office with the aircon on in the house and an aircon next to me playing with isabella hoping Glory. i wasn't gonna die <laughs> so it's going great here <laughs> very good very good well we are having a break from the sweltering oh. heat and my roses have decided that they would like to bloom again and uh so i've been out in my garden so much in the mornings just taking thousands of pictures of like one rose i mean i think that that's i basically have to pay for extra storage in my google just because i take too many photos of flowers <laughs> but my i have a Two rose bushes called Jubilee Celebration, and they have just decided to go off again. And I'm like, Lord, I'm going to take that as a confirmed word of time of Jubilee and joy. So definitely feeling that here today with all of us. Had a yes. Good oh, ladies, if you could have seen, Courtney sent me those photos yesterday and the, the color of the, these roses, oh. like it was so deep, like Oh, I, I have no words. Like, just Beautiful. stunning. Beautiful. Stunning. So, yes, there was there was a lot of joy in seeing those photos and there was a lot of joy this morning before we hit record because we have one of our favourite favorite people here this morning, one of our friends, Roma Waterman. Hello, my friend. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness me. We are so excited that you are here. And, ladies, let me say, we, we just had a blast before we hit record. Yeah. We were There were tears of laughter. There was, yeah, just lots of just fun joy in our conversation. And I know this morning that um, the Lord has something really special and really beautiful planned. And, Roma, I'm going to ask you in a minute to introduce yourself um, but I want to just brag on you for a moment, if that's okay, because I just right. think you're amazing. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. And I know I say this all the time, and you have to keep hearing me say it, Roma, and I'm going to oh. keep saying it. But, ladies, for those of you that don't know this, before I even met Roma, this woman, <clears throat> excuse me, this woman had a profound impact on my life. I was a 16-year-old girl busting around uh, in my, I just, no, no, I was 18, sorry, and I just, um, you know, got my little car and everything was great and uh, I was in the car one day and I turned on the radio and I heard this music by this incredible woman and I'm like, who is this? I'm listening to this song and all of a sudden I'm like encountering the Lord and wow. just so touched by his presence and wow. then at the end they said, Roma Waterman. I'm like, oh, who's Roma Waterman? So I Google <laughs> and go to Kurong, our little Christian bookstore, and I get these albums by this incredible woman called wow. Roma Waterman. And that was even before I met her. And so wow. even from then, years and years and years ago, I had such a, I felt like I had this beautiful um, place in my heart for this amazing wow. woman called Roma Waterman. And then so fast forward years later and I get to meet this incredible woman and now is one of my dear friends. And I can tell you, ladies, that she is, the way she walks with the Lord, like the, the intimacy and the purity, the way that she carries his heart, yes, the way that she worships and, and the presence of God comes, the way she prophesies, the way she teaches, represents his nature really beautifully. Like it's one thing for, to hear the word of the Lord, which is amazing, but then the way we release the word of the Lord is so important as well to have his heart 
and Roma has the heart of the Lord. And I look at you, Roma, and you're a friend of God. And, and I just am so, so honoured to know you and that you're my friend. Like I'm so blessed by you. So I am honoured. I know Courtney is honoured to have you here. It is Oh, that's my encouragement fix for the next two years, I reckon. Thank you so much for being so kind and that just, I mean, that's the best compliment you could give me is that I walk with Jesus, that you see I walk with Jesus. That means that's that's just the best compliment, isn't it, when someone says that. That's what you want your life to look like. So thank you for such kind words. That blesses me. Oh, my friend, it's the absolute truth. It really is. Um, but for those that might be tuning in and they're like, oh, Roma Waterman, I've heard of her or I haven't heard of her, I want to know a bit more about her. Who is oh. Roma Waterman? Oh, my goodness. Oh, we <laughs> I, we were saying before off, off camera, off audio that, it's always hard to talk about yourself, isn't it? Yeah. But hello to anyone that hasn't mm-hmm. met me. I'm Roma. I'm an Italian-Australian. Uh, live at live in Melbourne, Australia. I've got two beautiful kids and a pretty good husband mm-hmm. who's like the third child as well. <laughs> He's awesome, Ted. And um, we're just we just we live a beautiful life uh, in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. We live on this mm-hmm. gorgeous property with chickens and. My essential oh. oils. I'm a bit of a health nut, as you girls know. We're always sharing our little tips. And, um, yeah, as you mentioned, Lana, my background is worship and music. Mm. I started off as a in the Christian music industry, I guess is the mm. term, and recorded albums and went on tour and had a bunch of record deals. And then um, probably about 15 years ago, I just felt like, there was a shift taking place in my ministry. I mean, worship will always be primary in my life, you know, recording and and doing albums. But it was like the prophetic hat sort of just came Mm. on me and took over. And you kind of just go where the Lord leads in that, don't you? You kind of go where the favour is. And so um, that's sort of thrown me into preaching, teaching, running an online training school, um, and and really just I just love helping people prophetically step into hearing the voice of the Lord for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's my real passion, mm-hmm. and um, that's what I do. That's me. That's so, <laughs> good. so good. Oh, love it. Well, we're going to talk at the end, Roma, about where um, these amazing ladies that are listening and watching can follow along with you. But awesome. golly, the words that the Lord is having you. Uh, release are just so weighty and just they're they're really like giving such clarity to the season and the era that we're in Um, so ladies hang tight at the end of this uh, episode we will let you know where you can follow along and um, and not only receive those amazing prophetic words that the Mm -hmm. Lord is releasing through Roma but connect into all the glorious things that she's doing so awesome let's dive in and that's and that's the perfect segue because, well, we have a list. You, you all know you've listened to a song enough probably by now that we have a list of things that we um, try to get to. But Holy Spirit <laughs> has his own plan. <laughs> he has his own plan and his own idea of what what he wants us to chat about today. And um, in our time where we were just saying hello and greeting each other, um, Roma mentioned something about the rhythm of God and the rhythm of God for the season and time that we're in and Holy Spirit was like, that's what you're going to talk about today. And I said, okay, so let's just jump right into it, Roma, because, um, you know, the podcast that Lon and I released, um, I guess it was chronologically, it will not come right before this one, but we just released it the other day. Um, and we were talking about the new, the new time that we've entered in, you know, we had just gone through Jewish New Year coming into the new year and have both very much been feeling the Lord say, okay, um, some things have finished and completed and some things are getting ready to start. And whenever that happens, there's a a shift in rhythm that he kind of takes us through. And I know that that's something that's been on your heart. So I just love to hear, let's just start off with that. We'll just say that's the topic and let's hear, I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I know when we initially were going to record this podcast, I had a different idea of what I was going to talk about. But then even just yesterday, last night and today, the Lord's like, no, this is what's on my heart. And it's on on his heart, I think, 
for me personally, but I think for a lot of women, a lot of people in general, and that is really just being attentive to the rhythms of the spirit and what the Lord wants us to do, the ebb and flow. And I think um, we we can think that having a life of production, a life of producing is fruitful, but, but if that's all you're doing, if that's the only season that you're in, I mean, apart from it eventually being exhausting, right. it's actually not healthy. It's not healthy. And so I was thinking about that today and the Lord just going, you know, the rhythms are so important. And the reason I started thinking about it is because during my, my um, last few weeks, I was thinking about all these creative ideas that I had. Oh, I'm going to create this course. I'm going to do this other online course. And I'm going to be doing this ministry and that ministry. Lord, what do you think? Which one will I do first? He goes, no, I don't want you to do anything. So for the last six months, every mm. time I thought about creating something, he was like, no, I don't want you to do that. And I was getting really frustrated because if I look at last year compared to this year, I, I've created more stuff as a creative person, there was more, more mm. things I was doing, but I just felt the look, I, yes, that's me. That's my idea, but it's not for now. And I actually think when mm. you live a prophetic life, that's one of the, the metrons or one of the measures that you have to be aware of is that you'll often get ideas, but it doesn't mean you have to do them yesterday. You know, mm. it's like, Next question we need to ask is, all right, Lord, thank you for all this, these creative ideas. What's mm. the timing of those things? And mm. we can always have this, we can always live this life of urgency otherwise where yeah. it's, and, and I mean, Lana, I don't know if you experienced this or Courtney, but mm. like when I receive a prophetic word in my early days when I felt the Lord was saying something, I always mm. had this sense of it's got to go out now. I've got mm. to release it now. It's urgent, urgent, urgent. And you just live with this like fire alarm in your head. Yeah. And then eventually the Lord goes, no. That's not how I work. I'm showing you things in the spirit, mm -hmm. but it's not meant to give you angst. It's not, there's not meant to be this sense of, I mean, sometimes, yes, there's an urgency, but mm -hmm. that we've got to learn to abide in the words of the Father. And I think that that's where rhythm comes in. And mm -hmm. so when I think of the question, you know, who is a woman that is fully alive? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Or wholly alive? It's, it's a woman who can discern those those seasons and mm -hmm. those rhythms and mm -hmm. that it's that that the season of rest is just as beautiful and precious mm -hmm. as the season of production and mm -hmm. it's not it's not less in any way um i think that we we've also we've got to having said that i weigh it with another thought and that is i think that we can fall into the danger of rest is on one side and production is on the other side. Mm -hmm. And then when we live like that, then we live constantly exhausted when we work and then, oh, I've got a break. And I don't actually think that's the way the Lord wants us to live either. I think that abiding changes the way we produce. Mm -hmm. So we can have rest in production we can be doing a lot and still feel the Lord's rest. You know, I was recently in the UK doing mm. ministry there and in my previous seasons of travel, I've always found travel really, like I'm not a big, I don't love travelling, yeah. but I found myself so restful in that season because I'm learning to abide in a different way. I'm learning to just rest in the Father. So rhythms are important but also rest as a daily practice is important, you know. Mm. So we have this ebb and flow of productivity and doing, and mm. then we also have a pulling back. But in all of it, how do we rest? How do we abide in the Father? And I was thinking about that this morning, and the Lord said to me, you know, Roma, rhythm is childlike. And I said, what do you mean, God? And I thought of that scripture in Matthew 18 where Jesus is saying, truly I say to you, unless you change and become like little children, you'll mm. never enter the kingdom of heaven. And then he made me think about how a child lives their days. And the thing that's beautiful about the way that children produce or the way that they live is that they have this ebb and flow of rest without even thinking about it. 
you know, mm -hmm. they'd be doing their stuff and then they'll go, okay, I'm stopping now yeah. and they'll just go and do something else. Yeah. Or they'll go, I'm, I'm just going to go and lie on the couch. Well, that's my kids anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's, you know, like that scripture, Matthew 18, is so much bigger than I imagine is that one of the components of being childlike is children know the rhythms without even being aware of you know, they just go, I'm doing this, and now I'm doing this, now I'm doing this, now I'm doing this. Oh, Lord, I want to have that kind of inherent ability where mm. okay for me not to have to always be releasing a prophetic word or mm. doing something in my local church or mm. thinking that I've got to have a job and have children and do all the things that everyone says you're supposed to do. But these rhythms are so important. So anyway, that was a long that was a long explanation of what's on my heart at the moment. But that's where I'm at. Golly, mm -hmm. I I've just written so many points down. I'm like I, I could go here I had and to, here. I had to yeah. turn pages. I, I'm like yeah. I'm on oh. second page already. Like yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, Beautiful. just one thing. I I want to jump on everything, but the first thing yes. I want to start with. Roma is you said this and I really feel like I want to highlight this because I think it can be is trap the right word I don't know but for mm. especially for prophetic people you talked about um, receiving a lot of vision but receiving that vision doesn't mean I need to build right now and yes. I don't know if you remember this Roma but we had a conversation number of months ago maybe I don't even know if it was this year it might have been last year but you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong in what I'm yeah. about to say but I came to you and I said I've got all of these visions and I've got all of these things that I feel like the Lord's on and I'm trying to build them all but it's not working well and you told me something I don't know if it was you said it or someone else said it about bridges and you said to yeah. me you build one bridge at a time and what it made me realize, Roma, was for some reason in my head, I like I've been walking with the Lord in the prophetic for a long time. I've still got a long way to go and I've got a lot to learn. But somehow I'd come to this place where I had thought, okay, if I'm receiving it now, it must mean yes. that now's the time for me to build it. And so here yes. I was building all of these things, but found that I wasn't in a place where I was feeling those rhythms. I was starting yes. to feel anxious and stressed and I'm dropping balls and I can't keep up and yes. that conversation that I had with you then catapulted me into a series of encounters where the Lord spoke to me about walking by his pace following the pace mm. of Jesus and so I just wondered would you just share for a minute or so like just that idea around the bridges and because that yes. really helped me so much in my yes journey. yes I love that that blessed you because that is actually one of the you know the prophetic plan five-day challenge that we run that's actually mm -hmm. one of the comments I made in there and the reason why it was so impacting is because I I was like wow okay I'd heard somebody else say it mm -hmm. and uh, I think it was even a business guy but I was like oh my goodness that's so true we're building half bridges throughout our whole mm -hmm. life we're building a bridge over here and a bridge over there but you can you only actually have the capacity to build one bridge at a time mm -hmm. um well mm -hmm. to build it well you can probably build a lot of bridges but are you building them well? And the, the crazy thing about it is, and I'm sure you felt this, Lana, because I was saying to you, because I think during that time you were saying, oh, I'm going to have a couple of months off, going to rest. Mm -hmm. And yes. I was like, yep. Yeah. And then I've looked at all the stuff you're producing at the moment. I'm like, oh, my goodness, is this what rest <laughs> looks like? But this is what the benefit of building one bridge of a at a time does. Mm -hmm. It actually, there's more productivity as you pull back and you focus Mm -hmm. There actually is. And, I mean, I, I know that, you know, we've all got to have times of rest where we really are not doing anything. But mm -hmm. I'm finding that as I pull back and just mm -hmm. focus on the one thing, that I'm actually becoming more productive. And it's a lot easier to cope emotionally with yeah. those things, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's a joy, isn't it? It's a joy. Yeah. It's not easy because... Mm -hmm. 
I think too, it's not just prophetic people. I think if you're creative, naturally a creative yes. person, like most of the creatives that I deal with are like, I'm going to record an album, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to go on tour, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and then they do nothing because there's just so many bridges, you know, so many chapters open all at once. And I always say to them, just pick the one thing. And, the, mm -hmm. and then, look, I'm sensing from the Lord to even say this. He's saying to me, there's people here asking the question as I say that, but what is the one thing? Mm -hmm. right now and you know that's a journey with the Lord that you have to take but I'll tell you that the way that it works for me is the thing that comes up that makes me excited straight away like if I don't have all the pieces it might be the thing that has the least amount of information in my brain but it's mm -hmm. the thing that makes me the most excited mm -hmm. you just go where the favor is and then stick to it because the thing about being illuminated, the illumination of the Lord that comes on an idea or a calling, the thing about it is we think that that feeling is going to be there from beginning to end. But as you know, it's not. Then their hard work sets in. It's like, oh, we're going to do a, a, a women's podcast. Awesome. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, who's going to edit it? Who's going to invite all the guests who's going to look after all the there's work involved and what we can tend to do is we don't we underestimate that rhythm and then when the exciting you know dreaming mm -hmm. part sort of starts to wane we go and build another bridge but the rhythms and the seasons of the lord are going to require um it is an ebb and flow it's just like a tide i think of a tide coming in and going out there's so many movements in that and it's the same with the rhythms of the lord so you know like i i have a memory of writing um one of my books creative identity unlocking creative identity was a book i wrote i started to write it and i was really excited about it i was like yep i'm all pepped up and then right in the middle of writing this book my dad very mm -hmm. unexpectedly passed away mm -hmm. and the grief in my heart died mm -hmm. and I would go you know, after the funeral and everything I'd sit at my keyboard and I'd be like okay I need to write and I had nothing I was mm -hmm. just like I've got nothing in me and then I'd sort of write a little bit and then the worst thing was I don't know if anyone else experiences this but everything I was writing on I was being challenged by so I had a mm -hmm. chapter in there dealing with rejection next thing you know rejection is like <laughs> everywhere and I'm dealing with the grief of my dad and I'm just like I do not want to write this book I've had enough and all the excitement of the book was gone and I actually started to write some other things and I'm like this is crazy I'm building a whole other bridge here and then the Lord was like no go back and so mm -hmm. what I had to do in that season understanding his rhythms was I had to actually just go right every day I'm just going to write I don't mm -hmm. care if I feel it or not mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it and I forced myself until that flow came back again and so I yeah I, I think that the only way we can know those rhythms and build those one bridges at a time is mm -hmm we have to just be close to the father that's got to be primary we've just got to mm -hmm. be like lord what's on your heart what do you want me to do today instead of thinking i know i'm saying a lot of thoughts right now but like even thinking big picture you know we can often think of the big picture and not ask the lord for the daily picture where mm -hmm. we just go what do you just want me to do right now god mm -hmm. what does today look like mm -hmm. and do away with the calendar and the five days of planning what do you actually want me to do at 10.41 a.m. on a Wednesday morning? What do you want me to do right now? Mm -hmm. And there's such a joy in that and there's such a release and a surrender because mm -hmm. it's not overwhelming anymore. We're just going with the rhythm, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, some of my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like trying to drink from a fire hydrant. That was right. <laughs> I know. So much good stuff. Oh. Oh, I feel like I'm going everywhere because the Lord's been talking no, to me so much about this it's, topic. It's actually but. quite focused. Um, so that's wonderful. Um, I I had something. I wrote down mom guilt. Yes. Um, I know we are all mothers. And I was just talking to my husband about some stuff today. I was like, you know, when you're, you homeschool, so you're at home and you do ministry from home. And uh, then you're a wife and mom, and that's all at home. And some days I never, ever leave the house. And so <laughs> it's like, 
for me to shift gears between those all of those different hats like take them on put them you know because most of the time you're wearing like five hats at once um yes there's you know i think when i just loved your conversation when you're talking about like productivity that seasons of rest are just as beautiful as productivity because i have this tendency to get to the end of my day and it's usually right as i'm trying to go to sleep where my brain is like hey let's think about all the things you didn't do today and let's talk about the stuff that you screwed up and uh you're really nasty there and you need to go apologize you know you know you know what i'm talking about it's like that you know the enemy like sits down with this big book of mom guilt and it's like let's open that up and go down all the stuff that you screwed up today Um, because he never points out the things that you do well or that you that the lord made room for that day uh, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about that today because I watched, um, I've talked about her before. I have a daughter who has fought a neurological condition. And so her development looks very different. Um, mm-hmm. And she's at different places. And there's times where I tried to get her because I was feeling like I'm not doing enough with her. You know, it's just kind of that. I think a lot of homeschooling moms battle with that feeling, like that feeling. Yes. Of like I'm just want to make sure I'm doing enough. Um, I was struggling the other day feeling like that. And so I tried to, you know, get her to sit down and do this specific thing. And she just was not in that place. She was not Mm. in that. I could tell she was really tired. Um, And I just pushed. And guess what happened? It crashed and burned like you would. I anybody could tell you it was going to do. And I'm like, I should have seen this um, coming. So today Cause I loved how you mentioned like kids know their rhythm, like they know their rhythm and it's usually mm-hmm. me or someone else that comes in. And it's like, Oh, let's change that. You know, that <laughs> throws a wrench in there. So I'm learning to pay attention to that just as a mom to because yeah. they innately kind of know that. Um, and today I was, was doing a bunch of stuff and I thought, Oh, it's time. I need to sit down and do some stuff with her. And Holy spirit stopped me. And he was like, Oh, she's been doing school for, like all morning. And I said, well, what do you mean? Wow. And he pointed out that she had been out on, um, cause my other kids are on fall break. And so he pointed out that she had been out on the trampoline all morning with them. Um, and he pointed out this beautiful conversation that happened when they came inside from, from being out there running around. And my older two were telling me, Oh, Ava said this, you know, cause speaking and stuff has been a struggle. And he said, so my oldest was like, she said this and she told me she wanted to wanted me to be this character. Um, and all of a sudden she pipes up from around the corner and she comes around the corner and starts telling me, starts speaking into that conversation. Now that's entirely new. That's not wow. something that we have seen, seen before. Like wow. I sent my husband a message and was like, this just happened and wow. we're crying and it's a beautiful thing. And he just reminded me of that verse. It's in uh, Isaiah 54, where it says that all your children will be taught by the Lord. And so there is that innateness that they have within them, that part of that rhythm is trusting that when we drop something or we're not producing, like we think we're supposed to produce there, you have Mm. to make room for the Holy spirit. There is a holy gap there between us and him that he wants to fill that only he can fill. And so there's that space of letting that rest come in where it's like, I just let him like take off that expectation from yourself, Courtney, is what I felt, yes. you know, let him do something here. And he told me, he said, her yes. school today is to play. And I watched her all day. Like I was, we did, we read books and did some stuff together, but I watched mm. her play with her siblings and include, and then wow. I'm standing outside with my husband and she's talking her ear off about things. And I just thought, okay, I need to just let this go. <laughs> I need to, That's but it's, so a, it's good. a beautiful reminder. Yeah. It's a reminder as a mom, you know, sometimes we feel that yeah. or just in especially prophetic people. I think we feel that yes. I, what am I doing with this? What am I doing with the word that the Lord has given me? How am I stewarding this? And some of those are okay yes. to ask at times, but yes. um, I loved what you said about, you know, asking him when it's for, because there have been times where it's uh, I'm, he's telling you something and you are not to share that. That is just for you two for to build intimacy or whatever it is. Um, and it's trusting in that that pace and it doesn't always um, make sense yes. to our natural minds. But that's part yes. of I think walking with him too. I loved what you were saying about that. Just walking with him and understanding his I think his rhythm is a lot slower than we think. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. And his rhythm is is has got its own productivity in it you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, that's that's incredible to me that when we rest, 
there's something going on in our lives that mm-hmm. we can't fathom, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy and I'm not going to say that I've arrived because I find mm-hmm. it's a daily battle, yeah. isn't it? It's like, yeah. oh, I think I've got this down pat and then something mm-hmm. happens and you're like, oh, no, I haven't. I need to go back to me. <laughs> and, and you know. Like, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm not living in rest, Lord. I'm sorry. And, mm. you know, I've actually got some practical things that I do to sort of get me back into mm. those places. So mm. one of the things is purely deep breathing. Like, mm. I just, I'll just pause in the day because I find that when we're in a rush, we don't breathe. Yeah. We don't breathe properly. And um, I don't know if you've read that book or heard of this book. It's not a Christian book, but it's a book called Body Keeps the Score. And it's an incredible mm of a psychologist who did research that trauma and Mm -hmm. things that happen in our life actually impact our DNA, it impacts our body. And so he was dealing with people that were, you know, um, soldiers in war who they'd give them all the medications but they would still have the issues. And he realised it's because the body needs healing, you know, from trauma. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that scientifically has been proven, it's and it can almost sound new age but I'm promise you my friends who are listening this is not new age at all it's actually been scientifically proven that mm-hmm. when you breathe deeply mm-hmm. you uh, the it, it activates the parasympathetic pathways of the brain and helps you to relax and wow. so I will often do that but then incorporate a spiritual component to it so I'll, I'll breathe in the Lord yeah and then I'll breathe out my worries you know mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll add a thought to it. So I might just go, Lord, I just breathe in your presence. Mm. And, Father, I just thank you right now that I cast all my cares on you. And then I'll just breathe it out. And sometimes I'll just say the same thing over Mm. and over again. And I find those breath practices really helpful. But then Mm. I do other things like that's why I love essential oils. I love creating an atmosphere in my home. I'll have the different lighting I'll have a candle on or you know I'll do things like that and I make it a daily practice so I don't go this is special occasion stuff I'm like my daily practice is a candle is on every day or essential Mm -hmm. oils are on my deep Mm -hmm. breathing uh, I'm reading the word of the Lord I'm doing things that um you know, it might even just be, I know you love coffee, Lana. It might be just going yeah. to get a coffee. You know, there's something about that. Mm-hmm. It's like a, these daily rituals of grace. That's what I call them. Mm. And everyone will have a different thing, you know. I've, I've, I find journaling with a pen really helpful. Yeah. Um, I find uh, that just having a pen slows down my mind. And yeah. so... Uh, I'll often just go, Lord, what are you saying to me? And I, I found some, like I've got one right here. So this is one of my journals I've been using at the moment. Um, I've just, but this one, this one's specifically for something I'm working on in my life around my health. And then I, I actually found a journal the other day that I'd written when I was 17 years old. and I had all my like what is the Lord calling me to do and I wrote down my dreams and they're all stuff I'm doing now and so I just find that doing those things they are really powerful in developing rhythms Mm -hmm. in your life but also they create legacy too there it's powerful you know because now I have things I can leave behind I'm showing my kids that this is a a rhythm of life that is imperative, Mm -hmm. that is important. You know, um, as a side note, like last year I was studying at university. I was doing graduate diploma of theology. And this year I had a year off Mm -hmm. and because it's so busy. And I've actually missed the study because it slowed me down. Wow. You know, like I was like I I had to say no to so many invitations to speak because Mm -hmm. I had to study. And I was thinking about it the other day going, I actually miss it Mm. because it just would make me, it was like a horse being pulled back, you know, just slow down. And so, yeah, those daily rhythms of of ritual are Mm -hmm. really powerful in helping us to focus on the Lord, I think, and Mm. 
it is all about him, isn't it? We forget, yeah. I think, sometimes. <laughs> no, I love that, Roma, because I think as well, like the culture that we live in is very fast, you know, yes. like, you know, it's like the world says fast, like everything's yes. fast and do things quicker and, you know, we want instant this and instant that yeah. and, you know, the Lord is, he's he does the suddenlies, but he wants us in this place where our internal world is at a place of rest. And I think yes. as I've listened to you from the start of this conversation where you were sharing about the rhythms and, you know, the building and, you know, the vision, and now you were talking about the practical day rhythms that help you maintain that kind of rhythm of grace and keeping your eyes on him. And the whole yes. way through I've been thinking about um, this two things. One, I am a big, um, I ask the question why. So for me personally, I'm like, if my, um, my rhythm starts getting really fast, even if my internal world starts getting fast, before I will look at, I guess, maybe shifting my schedule, I will go, why? Like, why am I running on the inside? And I will go yeah. to the Lord and I'll lay down my why. Okay, Lord, show me why. Um, because sometimes I think for me in my life, um, I have learned a lot about myself. I'm a builder. Like, that's part yes. of what God has called me to do. So I can, by my nature, I can build and I can do a lot and and then I get to the end of it and go, oh, I should have gone a little bit slower. I should have yes. rested more. And so over many years, the Lord has been teaching me what it looks like to build and to be productive, but from a place of rest and from a place that is grounded in the why that is rooted mm -hmm. in him, not That's any powerful. other why that is in, you know, because I think, Roma, for me personally, many years ago, I would build things or I would do things, yes, because the Lord told me to, but also there was a sense of my identity that yes. I would grab onto in productivity. And then when totally. the Lord pulled me out of that season and said to me, okay, nothing now, like nothing. He took me to the like the UK and cancelled all my ministry trips and he said to wow. me, who are you without productivity in your life without building anything without doing wow. anything, without releasing any prophetic words like what's the why who are you and I went wow. oh, actually actually and that was one of the most painful places for me but yes. it was a birthing place because I realized that oh. I can have a super productive life and build the kingdom and I can flow in the ebbs and flow of the the seasons and, and the pace that the mm -hmm. Lord has move in but if my internal world is um feasting off of my my pace in life or my productivity wow. then when that shifts my internal world is going to crumble so yes. the lord really took me through this season of building this is who you are lana as the daughter and then from there i will have you build and your and i was um you know, in incredible seasons of productivity, but they yes. weren't linked into my identity. Wow. So then forward a few years later um, and two, uh, a few years ago, it was probably maybe four or five years ago now, but anyway, but the Lord said to me, Lana, I'm about to undo the do. And I went, what does that even mean? And I wrote it in my journal and then I realised that there was so much inside of me that was still fighting against this place of rest. I, had, I would continually wow. default to the do. Like I have to do this or I should be doing mm. this or this is what it should look like. And yes. the Lord, again, completely removed me and stripped everything and he said, let me teach you what it looks like to abide and produce from the place of abiding in a deeper way. And I just think, Roma, like this conversation, what you have shared is so imperative for what God is doing right now and um, in this new era and for the body of Christ because we are in a season of, um, of acceleration. God is doing a lot, but that yes. doesn't mean that my pace or my rhythm is fast. Acceleration doesn't mean I'm wow. doing a lot. I can wow. put my to one thing and the acceleration yes. of God falls on that one thing and I have Amazing. more fruit in that one thing than if I was doing yes. 10, you know. Wow. And so I just, I, 
all of that to say, my spirit is doing backflips in everything you're sharing in, in excitement because I believe that God is bringing us into a greater place of longevity and a yes. greater place of maturity. He doesn't want us to fizzle out. He wants us. Yes. And, and it's also this place where I will build how he wants me to build. Wow. My rhythm is going to be how he he yes. dictates my rhythm and I'm not going to apologise for it. Wow. So I just Oh, my Love gosh, there's, there was so much anointing on what you just said. I'm just, like, getting hit by the glory of the Lord as you're speaking. I'm just, like, there was so much weight on that, and mm. I wholeheartedly agree. I think mm. it's not easy because you, do, you don't realise you fall into the trap of seeing other people doing what is similar and thinking, yeah. oh, it has to look like that, you know. Yeah. It's such a trap such yeah. a trap and you know as you were talking I just heard the Lord saying uh, productivity is not being seen mm. it's not just you know like we think it has you yeah. what you're doing has to be seen but there's so many things that are happening in the hiddenness of those rest seasons in our lives that are so precious and mm. valuable and they build pathways yeah. to his presence yeah. You know, and oh, that was so good. Yes, and amen to everything you just said. Powerful. <laughs> it reminds me yeah. of um it was a I think it was last winter. Um, you know how prophetic people sometimes the Lord speaks to you about things and it's like yes. uh, he's talking to you about a season that's like not here yet, you know, you're not there yes. yet, but you're in the one that you're in, and you're like, but I want to go there, and it's like, but you're here right now, and that's for the future and stuff. <laughs> So it's that yes. learning again, it's learning that rhythm of like, okay, well, that's coming. So what does that mean that you want me to do right now? Um, and I remember he was speaking about the spring, but it was dead of winter. Uh, and I'm like, I don't see it, you know, kind of feeling confused. And he said to me, Courtney, um, it, it doesn't look like there's much going on above the surface because everything was kind of dormant and it was sleeping and it was resting. He said, but there's so much happening underneath the surface that you can't see mm. that is actually preparing for what's to come. Wow. So in order to have wow. the strength and to have whatever it needs to plant some things to, to spring up, when the time comes, they need the rest. There's, yeah. um, I love tulips, but where we live is kind of too hot for them I have to kind of treat yeah. them as like annual things it's not like a bulb I can just put in the ground and expect to come back every year but it was interesting mm -hmm. because I was planning on putting a bunch of them in my garden at one point until I realized it doesn't get cold enough long enough for them here so in order for them to bloom they actually have to have I think it's like eight to ten weeks of rest at a certain temperature in order for them wow. to actually come up and live wow. in order for them to spring up and create what they're meant to create. They have to have that set amount of time at that certain temperature for eight to 10 weeks or whatever, however long Critical. it is in order for them to actually be able to do the thing that they've been created to do. Wow. Like that's what they're made to do. They're made to come up and flower, but if they mm -hmm. don't get what they need in that moment in the times of rest, they can't do that. Yeah. Um, and I think I love what, what you guys are saying because it is, we do focus a lot on productivity and what can you see and what are you producing and what, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having yeah. goals. There's nothing wrong with moving towards something or building. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But we do, do ourselves and our spirit and those around us a disservice when we aren't sensitive to what yes. we actually need in those times of rest. And, you know, Lana, you and I talked about this, I think last winter, we were talking mm -hmm. about the importance of slowing down. Um, and I yeah. realized for a while, like, <laughs> I had gotten, you know, trauma does funny things. It does yes. funny things. Um, and it, it yes. can kind of create a little bit of a frenzied pace because you're always constantly looking, keeping yes. very hypervigilant, keeping very aware. Um, and I realized that I had kind of stayed at that state for a really long time. And I had become very accustomed to blowing past the signals of my body. Wow. Like, I had become very used to uh, ignoring that, quieting that down and going right past it. Um, and mm -hmm. that can be something as simple as if you're tired during the day and you're doing something, sit down. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like that's, I'm, I'm talking to myself because that's something that I, like, at that point had wrestled, still sometimes do, have had to tell myself, 
sit down. And there's moments where I, you know, my husband's very kind to help me because I notice it at nighttime when I need to be winding down. If I'm stressed or there's a lot on, I will just stay on my feet and keep doing stuff. And he will say to me, it's time to sit down. (laughs) It's time to come sit down by me and rest. Um, And so I got in the habit, this may sound silly, but this was something where I started to do this for myself was I take baths in the evening. When I feel that stuff coming up high, I will, I will set aside time. And I'm like, that's my bath time. Like a small child, Mm -hmm. I put in magnesium salts and I do the things (laughs) that my physical body needs because it, yeah, see, because it makes everything (laughs) my favorite thing. (laughs) Yes. They're from the Lord Jesus. I completely agree. Lock the door, turn on the fan. Nobody, this is mom's time, you know, whatever it may be. Um, So I feel like there, there is a point where we have these, these times of rest, even like you said, Roma daily Mm. throughout the day, Mm -hmm. take a second. Just take a, take a minute, 10 minutes, sit, breathe, and you'll be surprised at what you actually do get done or what you see in those moments where you're being still. And Mm -hmm. don't feel guilty for doing it because that's the reason we don't do it is we, it's that mum guilt thing you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You just go, oh no, can't do that. That's a luxury. It's a luxury to rest. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness, where did we get that from? No, you can't be productive if you don't have rest. And you know, the whole reason we live frantic lives was because little by little we changed the way we're living. And so daily mm-hmm. moments of rest, little by little, we'll get back to living lives of rest. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a big thing. It can yeah. just be those little things. I love my magnesium salt baths. Yeah. The kids hate it. They go, I'm having a bath. They go, oh, mum, you're going to be so long. I don't care. No one can ask me to do anything. I can't get up. I'm having a bath. (laughs) I love it. it. And I've become very good at, um, I've gotten really good at, like, how much water can I drain? And how long does it take me for the hot, the cold water to turn hot so that I can just re-up? If I'm not done yet... And I need another hit of some hot water. I've gotten very good at <laughs> How do people live without running water? I do yeah. not know how to do that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so funny. Um, I have to say, I don't know. Oh, sorry, Courtney. There's a bit of a lag. I'm go sorry. Ahead. I just jumped over you. <laughs> Ladies, okay, right recording. Ahead on the other side, on the opposite ends of the world, right, yes. can, can be interesting sometimes. <laughs> um, but, Roma, I don't know if you've read this book, but um, I read a book about two years ago that the Lord highlighted to me, and it was a book by a guy called John Mark Comer, and it's mm-hmm. called um, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And, uh, and it was really highlighted to me, and I thought, okay, well, obviously the Lord wants me to read this book. And this book changed my life and there's so many components to this book but it's I'm hearing so much of what John Mark Comer wrote in that book in our conversation he talks so much about slowing down he talks so much about productivity but he talks about sabbath he talks about um, meditation and the oh my goodness Roma we could have another conversation but you know the power of stillness and the power of silence and solitude and the way that we're so accustomed like we can just so easily keep going and we, yes. we end up living this fast-paced life and then we get to rest when we're desperately needing it yes. and we've burnt out, like we've crashed yeah. and burned. And he talks about following like the, the pace of Jesus and, and being a disciple yeah. of Christ and walking as Jesus walked. And I just think that there's so many things like we can sit here and we can, you know, all giggle about our magnesium baths yeah. and we can, we can, you know, talk about the beauty of the essential oils, you know, bubbling in our, our lounge rooms and those things I think sometimes we can look at and go, oh, yeah, they're like, they're great little things, but they're not Mm. spiritual things. Like Mm. they're not, you know, and I just think there's such power in um, finding those things in our lives that, like you said, help us slow down, help my soul exhale, 
And because mm. you know what, I don't want to get to the end of my, you know, let's say my 40s, I get to the end of my 40s and I've built all of these incredible things with the Lord, which is wonderful, but my internal world has crashed or my yes. health has done a dive or whatever because I haven't learned that rhythm and that balance yes. of, you know, abiding and walking with him, but also in the practical, taking care of myself, yes. you know, and, and really being present. And yeah, so I just, I love everything that you're saying because mm -hmm. that word longevity is just, since we've sat here, I'm like, it's the heart of the wow. Lord doesn't just want to, he doesn't, he's not like, Hey, Roma, I want you to sprint, run this sprint. Like yeah. it's, he wants, we're here for the long haul, right? He wants yes. us to, run the, the the race the the marathon right like yes it, yeah so anyway i just oh love amen so amen I, you know as you're speaking i, I hear the lord say oh no you go courtney nope no you go i'll go then you go lag lag <laughs> <laughs> um i was just saying i kept hearing the lord say when you were talking about burnout he said you know roma burnout rest is so different than abiding rest yes and it's abiding rest we have to go after, not the rest of I am desperate. If I don't have a rest, I'll die. We don't, Now, some people listening might be at that place and you just need to stop. You just need yeah. to rest. And yeah. that's imperative. But then, yes, those daily rituals are so imperative that, that we never mm. go to those places again. I've experienced burnout in my life. It's a horrible yeah. feeling. That tiredness mm. is horrible. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the angst in your spirit and the... Oh the anxiety it's a horrible place um and so that's why i incorporated these things i'm like i'm never going back to that again because of mm -hmm. i want to be here for the long race for the marathon and so we just decree that over people right now we decree rest and rhythms of grace we decree a i just want to pray over you that you would have a a reset and that your mind would be renewed and that you would pull back when you need to pull back and you'll move forward when you need to move forward and you wouldn't feel guilty about it in the name of mm. Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, there was just um, one thing I wanted to include because it brought me a lot of joy. I saw it on, on Instagram. Uh, it was just, I think it's like a natural page or whatever, but it says, when you see flowers, dopamine is released in your body which makes you feel happy. Mm, and then it goes on to say, but, but when you smell a flower, dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins wow. are released and, and the limbic system is activated. Wow. Time. Good excuse to buy so, flowers. I know. I was going to send that so to Kevin. Smelling flowers. <laughs> I'm going to say, yes. So it says here, smelling flowers can relieve stress and anxiety, reduce pain, increase alertness wow. and mental clarity, and promote feelings of calmness by shifting the body into a parasympathetic wow. state. Oh, my god! So I was out there in my garden this morning, just like my face in the roses, just like I'm increasing my dopamine, like I'm helping my body. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Wow. How? So there's, I remember the Lord saying to me a long time ago, he was like, Courtney, I want you to embrace beauty for beauty's sake. That there's, it's actually a holy yes. thing to, to come yeah. to that place where I'm, I'm just putting something beautiful because it's beautiful. Like I'm, I'm putting yes. flowers in my house because it's beautiful. Um, yes. I'm not doing it because it's productive or it serves a purpose yes. other than it brings me joy. Um, and there that. is something about, like, I know it can sound simple. We're talking, we're not trying to sell you essential oils, but there's, I love candles yeah. and I love atmospheres. And I think that that's yeah. part of the Lord does too. Like, look mm -hmm. at the, the Holy of Holies, look at the, the tabernacle. That's an atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yes. in it was purposefully placed. So there true. were smells, there were sounds, there were things that to yes. look at. There is purpose in the things that he has us put around us. And, and it's it's always amazing to me how one good bouquet of flowers can completely change how I feel. Like sometimes I want to put them, if there's one in particular I love, I'll put it right next to my bed because it's like I want to yes. sit by it. You know, I want it to be mm. close to me. And I think that that's kind of our natural body trying to come into that place of saying, savor. 
There's a place yes. of savoring and a place of really soaking in what exactly he's doing in that moment. What is he building? Yes. What is he saying? And then just letting, kind of letting things it. calm down. Um, and I saw, I saw one more thing the other day and it, it made me chuckle. And it was, um, she said, I'm, I'm going to start saying, instead of saying to treat myself, I'm going to say it's for morale. So she's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick that flower for morale. I'm going to give it. myself an extra coffee for morale. You know, but we don't, there's such a message I love of worth in there. Yes, I do yeah. too. So there's a, there's a message of worth in that. Like the times where I have struggled, where I feel like I can't rest and I can't have a bath until I've done all of these different things. Yes. That's usually a clue for me to pay attention and ask, where is my worth? Where have wow. I put my value? Where has mm-hmm. my, have I set down wow. my worth somewhere and replaced it and picked up productivity instead? Wow. Um, because there's a difference there. So, that's so powerful. Wow. That's all I got for that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. So, good. so Roma, thank you. Um, thank would you. you mind, I know we just had a little prayer, but would you mind just blessing the ladies mm-hmm. one more time? Um, you've shared so many beautiful keys, but there is such a place of um, <laughs> resting and receiving when someone prays over us. So would you mind just wrapping us up one more time, praying blessings yes. over anyone's listening? I would be honored. I would be honored. So everyone that's listening right now, why don't you just start by just taking a really deep breath in, like the kind of breath through your nose that's as deep as you can go, and then just breathe out. Just rest in the Lord's presence right now and let me just pray over you. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for every woman, every person that's listening to this podcast today right now. And I just ask you, Lord, that you would just reset them. I keep thinking of that scripture that your mercies are new every morning. That means, Lord, that we can do away with feeling bad about how yesterday went or that we haven't got it right or you know we're we're not getting this this abiding thing down the way it should be we just release all of that lord and we thank you that your mercies are new every single morning and lord i just thank you that you are renewing their minds you are renewing their hearts you are reviving them you're bringing life and rest into their spirits and their hearts i pray lord for those who are feeling burnt out right now or just feeling like lord mm-hmm. i'm just weary i just can't keep going i can't keep living the way i'm doing lord i just ask would you instill supernatural hope into them would you mm-hmm. you uh make them come alive to a new dimension of your glory father as they turn their eyes back towards you mm-hmm. and bring them that hope Hope that they need to be able to to do the reset father and I just pray also Lord for those here the mums the 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 women here who have got many responsibilities Lord that they would have a, a revelation that the most important thing is gazing into your face, gazing into your eyes and that everything flows from that Lord help us to see you first before we see the to-do list lord and we just rest in that we rest in your presence we lord we even repent we just take this time to say sorry god that we've done things the way that we've done them that we've rushed and we've been too busy that we haven't understood your rhythms lord and we say we want to get back we want to get back to the garden of your presence and we say lord we do the reset We just commit ourselves to you. And I thank you, Father, that as I pray this prayer, that there would be a physical manifestation in their bodies, Mm -hmm. that they would immediately feel your peace and your rest flood them wherever they are, whether they're in their cars or in their homes, wherever they're listening right now, there would be a flood of your presence in a way that just brings their bodies into a place of relaxation, that there would be, just as um, as Lana said, that elimination of hurry, that elimination mm-hmm. of tension, and that right now your rest and your peace is just resting upon every person here. In the mm-hmm. name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Amen. Wow, we Roma, thank you, my friend. What thank a you. deep well. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, well, I'm learning too, but 
<laughs> what a privilege to share. Thank you for having oh. me, guys. Oh, it's such a joy. I feel like we've we've yeah. all dived into this deep well yeah. together and there was just so much wisdom that the Lord has given you and that you have released. And I love that in this conversation, it wasn't just like, hey, this is what we feel like is on God's heart, but this is actually some practical things that you can do. Mm. Um, I think that there's real power um, in those yeah. places of, hey, this is what it looks like for me. Um, yes. So thank you. Yeah. What, a, what a blessing this has been. I know it's going to bless yeah. and refresh and encourage so so many women so privilege thank you for the honor love you guys we love you too i want to ask before we wrap up my friend how can uh the incredible ladies that are listening and watching what is the best place for them to follow along with you yeah they can go i mean i'm on instagram or facebook uh but our yeah there we go instagram facebook um our website, romawaterman.com, that'll send you to a link to all our online courses and training if you're interested in that. And I've also got a podcast uh, on prophetic worship, worship in the prophetic, if anyone's interested in that as well. Yes, check it out. Check it all out. Yeah. Like you, this has just been a little snippet of the absolute gold that the Lord is releasing through this beautiful friend of ours. Um, and for those of you listening on the podcast uh, for Instagram, oh, I knocked my microphone, sorry. For uh, Instagram, um, Roma's handle is at and then Roma Waterman, R O M A W A T E R M A N. You can follow along with her there. Thank you, my friend. Thank, Thank you, Courtney. You. Thank you. Another wonderful time together. Love you, beautiful ladies, and we will see you next time. Bless you. Bye. We hope that this podcast has blessed you, and we have been blessed by bringing it to you today. If you would like to see more of what Zion's Company of Women is about, please check out our website, zionscompanyofwomen.com. We pray that your 